0: Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.
1: Another digital citizen.
0: citizen. Hanky Dory, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's the new intro. Uh, hi, Luke.
1: Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. What what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? Okay. I thought maybe it was like a Norwegian word or something that I didn't know about. <laughs> I
0: just pulled it out of my ass. Okay.
1: That, yeah. That's our new yeah. intro
0: then. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hanky Dory. Hanky Dory. <laughs> I, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> no clue. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, how's your week? Uh, a little crazy here in America. Really? I'm not sleeping am... well, I'm really stressed out, my anxiety is like a, a not, not peak, but I've definitely had some, uh, anxiety-induced insomnia this week, for sure. I
0: wonder why. Mm, maybe we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah, uh, it's been nice and summery. Uh, here in Norway uh, you can attest to that because when uh, you called me I have the loudest fan in uh, all of the world I think it is pretty loud yeah <laughs> it looks like a, it looks like a rotor for a, a jet engine so okay that's why? Why it makes so so no, much noise, but it does blow. So, I mean, that is the main purpose of a of a fan, fan. So. right? It, yeah. it, as long as it does that, I guess it's good. <laughs> that should be our title for this week. Should be fan blows, <laughs> and people are like, does it mean like podcast fans or <laughs> <laughs> our fans blows? Uh, So, uh, Norway and Denmark, they don't want uh, to have Sweden in their new border controls. Why don't they want that? Uh, They're dropping border controls between their
1: two countries, but have excluded uh, their other Scandinavian neighbor, Sweden which has taken a lighter-touch approach to the COVID-19 pandemic, which we've talked about Sweden, what's going on in Sweden in the past and how they basically did nothing, right?
0: Right, they did absolutely nothing. Uh, we'll talk a little about that a little later.
1: Uh, the Danish uh, Prime Minister told, an, in, told news in a conference in Copenhagen on Friday that the restrictions on Norwegian nationals entering the country as well as on citizens of Iceland and Germ- Germany would be lifted
0: Uh, on June 15th yeah uh, Denmark and Sweden will have close relationship and that will continue in the future Uh, there was a strong desire to find a solution to with our neighbor uh, Sweden shattered but Denmark and Sweden are in different places when it comes to uh, the coronavirus and it affects uh, what we can decide uh, on the border the Norwegian Prime Minister Arne Solberg said that the uh, simultaneous Oslo events that Norway would admit only da- Danish citizens uh, for now, but the government was talking to Sweden, Finland, and Iceland about including them on a later date. I don't really know um, what they have done in uh, Finland and Iceland that would in- exclude them uh from this round of opening the borders.
1: Uh yeah, it's a good question. I really don't know. I does say here uh her objection a com uh oh no, here, here it is. The decision by Denmark and Norway to exclude Sweden from an earlier time uh, Nordic time travel or time bubble uh is a blow to Stockholm. Sweden's foreign minister said this week that the move would be a political decision and not justifiable on health grounds, but mm-hmm. they said, uh, Sonberg said that them in Denmark have a similar infection situation and the infection situation looks different in Sweden. So Sweden's saying right. it doesn't have, this is a political thing and Norway's saying no, this is has to do with your infection rate.
0: Yeah, so let's uh, go to that, because the architect behind the Sweden COVID-19, she said uh, we could have done more. And Anders Tegnell,
1: sounds about right, uh, says Mm -hmm. there was a potential for improvement in the country's strategy. Sweden's (laughs) chief epidemiologist and the architect of its Light Touch program, To the coronavirus has acknowledged that the country had too many deaths and should have done more to curb the spread of the virus Uh, this guy who had previously criticized other countries strict lockdowns as not sustainable uh, in the long run told Swedish radio on Wednesday that there was quite obviously a potential for improvement in what we have done in Sweden Uh, asked whether too many people in Sweden had died he replied yes absolutely adding that the country would have to consider in future whether there was a way of preventing
0: uh, such a high toll. Yeah, so the week to June 2nd, Sweden had the (laughs) highest corona death rate per million people with Uh, 5.29. The UK had 4.48. Then Peru... At four point uh, thirty-five, that is the top three there. Uh, the US is uh, two point ninety-nine. So I mean, it's clearly that the strategy for Sweden have, has not worked. I mean, uh, when they have the highest death uh, rate per million people, that shouldn't be some de- something they they should be proud of.
1: Right. It says uh, Sweden's 4,460 fatalities from COVID-19 represent a death toll of 449 per million inhabitants compared to 45 in Norway and 100 in Mm -hmm. Denmark, 58 in Finland. So actually, Finland's lower than Denmark. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Your previous point still stands.
0: I don't know why Finland is being left out. (laughs) Finland is being left out, yeah. Uh, For people that doesn't know Norwegian um, geography, we border mostly to Sweden, then a little to Finland, and then a little to uh, Russia. Very tiny
1: bit to Russia, yeah. (laughs) Like a very small place.
0: Yes, but uh, we, we still do have a border both to Finland and and Russia so. right. but it's most mostly Sweden uh, because Nor- Norway and Sweden are uh, neighbor countries uh, with no sea between it. there is uh, just forest more or less.
1: All right the big news for the week uh, sad news uh, George Floyd killed by police officer in <clears throat> Minneapolis which we did cover last week. Um, yeah. Very quickly because it was, it had just happened the night before. It wasn't on our news sheet because we always do the news the day before. I mentioned it because it uh, deserved mentioning, it, and it became such a, such a much more gigantic deal than I had assumed that we were going to have protests and stuff. But this became an even bigger deal than we thought. Um, but officer charged with the, the his, his murder. A uh, former Minneapolis police officer has been arrested and charged with the murder in the death of an unarmed black man, uh, Derek Chauvin. A um, white police officer was shown in footage kneeling over the 46-year-old man on Monday. George Floyd. Uh, he had he and uh, three other officers have been fired, uh, and this police. Uh, the Der- Derek Chauvin has been charged with third-degree murder.
0: Yeah, I have so much I want to say about this, uh, but I'm going to save it to we, – we, we talk about this uh, a little more. Better. Okay, so I, it says
1: here, um, a full report by the county medical examiner uh, has not been released, but a complaint states – so this was from the 1st postmortem examination – that it did not find mm-hmm. any evidence of traumatic
0: asphyxiation or strangulation. They said it was underlining medical past medical history well, was. Uh, right, they the were saying he had a medical... heart condition, yeah. and that
1: it yeah maybe he had a heart attack. That was their suggestion. Uh, right, but a second medical examiner, uh, authorities in Minnesota said Monday that George Floyd's death was a homicide that occurred while being restrained by law enforcement. Uh, a right. medical examiner, examiner from Hennepin County said the autopsy listed uh, Floyd's death as cardiopulmonary arrest, complicating, complicating law enforcement uh, subdue restraint and neck compression. So uh, card, cardiopulmonary arrest, meaning a heart attack, like I said. Right, uh, right. An autopsy listed other significant conditions, including hypersensitive heart disease, Fentanyl intoxication. Mm. Whoa, cops lying about fentanyl in somebody's system. That's not mm. something we've covered a million times on this show. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, uh, pathologist, a pathologist. Press- sorry, pathologist. Yes. Hi- th- this is the point of the story. Pathologist hired by Floyd's family said Monday that they had right. concluded that he did die after blood and airflow was cut to his brain, causing him to die by medical asphy- asphyxia. But so, like, the first medical examiner said, "Oh, it wasn't. He didn't. Uh, there's no evidence that he choked to death. But what really happened right. is this was more like a jujitsu choke. Jujitsu choke, where you like cut off the blood flow to the brain, not the oxygen, not the right. windpipe, but the carotid artery in the neck, and that uh, is what caused it, not the the oxygen loss." Well, I mean, it, the blood going to the brain is carrying oxygen to the brain, so it is basically the same Right. Thing. It is, yes.
0: And I, I saw the press conference with uh, the other uh, medical... Uh, the, the family hired uh, medical examiner, and he also said there was no underlining issues that he could find uh, <laughs> that would cause this. So I think I think that's pretty clear.
1: From the second medical examiner, I think the first me- medical examiner was a little being a little crooked, hasty, hasty. I wouldn't say I th- I would say he's in on it, trying to get the cop less lesser sentence because now that the right. second me- like the first uh, autopsy report came out and then they charged him with third degree murder, this one comes right. out and proving it's a homicide. They should bump right. this up to first-degree murder if it's a yes, a, a purposeful homicide because this cop, you've seen the video, I've seen the video, yep. Yep. he was on there for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. uh, from the stuff I've seen, almost three minutes of that was after any type of response from the man. So that is a purposeful uh, choice of him to do that, meaning he didn't do it on accident, meaning that is a legitimate, purposeful homicide, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, and... Uh, gosh, I don't know where to begin. Uh, it's... Uh, well, let's just yesterday. talk about the protests first, and then we'll go into Trump's sure.
1: kind of reaction to it. Okay. Uh, uh, what, what did you see from the protests? Yeah, uh, Because you're in Norway, I, mean, yeah. I want to get your perspective first, because I'm here.
0: Right. Uh, uh, I saw violence. I saw uh, people burning buildings. I saw people uh, entering the CNN uh, 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 headquarters. Headquarters. Thank you. I saw looting, and uh, they even talked about Jake Paul on on which news. Uh, Yeah. all that I saw from here was very negative. Uh, I would say 80% of it was uh, very negative. And, and the rest was like, oh, and there was also peaceful protest then. Right. So
1: when we covered it last week, there were protests on Tuesday night that were 100% peaceful. Well, mostly 100% peaceful. Uh, right. The what happened was uh, the police decided to crack down on that protest. People got mad. Then Wednesday night is when every people were really mad at the police. And that's when the looting and the rioting started. Um, nobody... No real violence... Like, I guess it depends on what you consider violence. Because I think, to me, property damage isn't violence, right? Right. Uh, stealing stuff isn't violence. Uh, it's property damage, Loot? and, yeah, or and looting. stealing. Right. I mean, looting is, I, I, I feel uh, it's like an overused term. <laughs> I mean, stealing, looting is stealing, so I just call it stealing, right? Uh, I think those things, uh, while bad, could be considered necessary to have somebody's voice heard if they're not being heard. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Once there's real violence against other people, that's when there's a real issue. And I did see some of that, but not a whole lot. I would say the more the the people who are doing the actual violence, as in uh, hurting other people, not whatever, burning a building down or breaking windows, which I don't consider violence. The most violent people out there are the police right now, doing the most violence.
0: Yeah, we saw that, especially in Washington, in the peaceful protests in front of the White House. And then President Trump wanted the photo up in front of the church. So uh, he got uh, all protesters removed from the street he was going to go.
1: He had them gassed. So uh, yeah. I have it. I have a story right here. Religious leaders around the country are condemning the use of tear gas on peaceful protesters outside the White House Monday evening to clear an area for President Trump to walk across the street to be photographed in front of a church. Right. And this whole thing, Trump wanted to do this whole photo op because yep. the night before, uh, they took him to his bunker because they thought possibly that the protesters were going to get onto the White House grounds, so they took him to his right. bunker. Today, Trump is denying that that's why he went to his bunker. I just read a story that said, oh, I was just down there inspecting it. I wasn't... In it. I wasn't <laughs> Right, so... But people were saying, oh, saying, oh wow. look at Trump down in his bunker all afraid of the protesters, so Trump mm. was like, oh, I feel em- emasculated because of my tiny penis, and then he... Right. Uh, decided, oh, I'm going to go walk across the street in this show of kind of, like, force and also religious whatever, uh, right. pandering, I guess, religious pandering, as well as a show of force being like, oh, look how tough I am, I'm walking across the street, right? So that was what that sh- whole thing sh- was all about. Sh-
0: show, show, Showing a Bible in front of a closed church doesn't really make you... Masculine or Christian, in in my eyes, but the, my the
1: pastor of the church he was standing in, uh, yeah. came out and said he was against him going out in front of that church.
0: <laughs> right, right. That's saying something. Yeah, like I said, I don't really know where to begin, where how to express the fucking uh, atrociously how angry I am at this. I don't. I don't really know how to to, to say it uh, in a nice way so I I guess I will actually not be very nice for once um, this is one of the most fucked up things I have ever seen in my entire life and this is just like I I I get extremely angry I get extremely sad and I get extremely patriotic Uh, in a way uh, that I I want to go to the States and like protest against Mr. Orange Monkey and there's something, there's something to say about that, that uh, the Black Lives Matter movement has gotten more gas uh, and more energy behind it than it has ever had Uh, yesterday. I saw this enormously good trend on Twitter, uh, where everybody, even like uh, makers of of weird YouTube channels I follow, had like Black Tuesday in remembrances of, of this case. And right. I, I just felt this impressive, uh, impressive like the now. Now things are, are are going to like the things needs need to change. And uh, I don't see many opportunities to to change this because we have this maniac of an orange monkey in the White House that is making things w- worse and worse for uh, the people around in, in the United States. Then you have this fucking atrocious man on the other side that says, oh, don't shoot black people in their heart. Shoot them in their foot instead, Biden said.
1: In the leg like, is what he said. Yeah,
0: yeah. Shoot shoot them in the leg instead. I got the quote because, right
1: here, actually. He said, uh, instead of standing there and teaching a cop where there's unknown person... Coming at you, or with a knife or something, you shoot them in the leg instead of the heart. It's a very different thing. There's a lot of different things that could change. So, his idea is just shoot him in the leg. That's his yeah. way of changing police brutality. I've got to say, fro, this has nothing to do with Trump. So, keeping bringing up Trump is like kind of ridiculous because remember. When Ferguson happened, Michael Brown was killed, and this all start like well, this didn't all start then because the civil rights movement has been going on for hundreds of years. But when Michael uh, Brown was killed and all those protests happened, and the police cracked down and busted heads and tear gassed people, you know who was president then? Barack Obama, a black man. We had a black attorney general at the time. These were the people. Barack Obama, remember the Native Americans trying to take down the oil pipeline and Barack Obama sending people to busheads heads there too. So it, it, this yeah. is not like a Trump-centric, oh, the, no. You're right. This is I, something I that's agree. been going on for much longer than Trump. And I, uh, so I anybody agree, out there the... who's, I, I just think that it's a, you're miss uh, people who are just focusing on Trump, and I'm not saying you are, but I think they're missing Perhaps. the point that like this has been going on for a lot longer than oh, Trump. Yeah. And Trump is not uh, is not something even, he's almost not even like an issue in this case because it's more about the systematic problems of our police force and the system itself, uh, the way it's set up as far as monetarily, the rich people at the top. I mean, really what this has come, turned into, it started, it didn't even start with the shooting of George Floyd Weeks, a couple weeks before that. Wasn't it that the guy, the jogger was shot by the two men, uh, and they almost got away with it, but then a video was released and then, uh, man, there was a woman in the park in New York and she called the cops on the guy, uh, just for standing there because she was afraid because he was a black guy. Uh, and then we had, uh, Joe Biden come out saying, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And then this guy gets right. murdered in broad daylight like in front of all these people by a police officer with other police officers basically stopping anybody from helping, right? So they were right. in my opinion accomplices to this murder and should be charged with something, maybe not right. murder, but at least a, a being an accomplice to said murder. Right. Um so I think the whole system needs to be reformed. We need to take out we need to take out every cop, have them tested uh, for their mental capacity and background check to see if they have any connections with any type of group that would be nefarious. Uh, check over all their communications to see if they're, they are talking, what they're talking about as far as this uh, Black Lives Matter thing goes. I mean, like I said, the people who are doing the most violence right now are the police. I've, I've been watching the live streams yeah. and. The other thing I found really interesting is I'm st- every protest I see, I've watched uh, protests from every state probably in the whole country. Because last night there, there was a protest in all 50 states, right? So right. Uh, a lot of these protests, there are a lot of 20-something, 30-something white women out there as well. You know what I mean? It's like a right. blot, a lot of them. And I think that those people right. are coming over from the Me Too movement, which was already kind of set up to be a protest movement. And they see this and they go, we're in solidarity. We're coming out there with you. You know what I mean? So I think this is also right. a buildup of the Me Too stuff after everything that happened uh, recently with that. Uh, I think those people see, oh, this is this is the new protest. that ne- this is how we're going to change the system that we were trying to change in another way. We're going to change it this way now, if that makes sense.
0: The reason why I brought up Trump is that uh, uh, it begins <laughs> it, it it begins with a good leader, and people that think that sh- changing the upper leader doesn't uh, matter it it does matter. So that's that's why why I brought up Trump. I don't I don't
1: I, I, think I don't especially system...
0: think it's it's I don't think it's his his problem uh, uh, problem to give to begin with. I, I I don't think, what I think this would bro. <laughs> I I think this would happen uh, under any other administration. I think of the
1: system that needs change that I'm talking about that mm-hmm. is what gave us Trump in the first place. Oh, definitely. That's oh, what definitely. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we didn't have the system that's so broken to begin with, we wouldn't have ever gotten Trump. So, oh, <laughs> right? So, I agree. Uh, and this is like I said. This isn't just going back to Michael Brown. Go all the way back back to you know the civil rights movement and everything in between.
0: Uh, this is an ongoing I, battle I, I, between. I remember the system I remember and the riots. in, riots in the eighties, like eighties and nineties. Right, the
1: or, or, L.A. riots. Right. With Rodney King. Or, or right. Rodney Police King, Police killed yeah. a black man. Um, right. right. Or beat up a so black man, I guess, uh, in that case. Right.
0: So, no, the, the, it goes deeper, and, and that's, that's what we fucking need. We need a revolution. We need a revolution. Mm, we need to change begins. the system.
1: The system is what needs change, and that's what people are avoiding to talk about. So they talk about riots, and they talk about... Uh, this and that, to avoid saying the real problem is that they they blame Russia, they blame this, they bl- they blame Antifa, which Trump is blaming Antifa. Right. What, the only thing they never will blame is the system that gave us all these things. Why do you think Antifa is a thing? Because they're right. anti-fascist against the fascist system. If that wasn't in place, right. we wouldn't even have Antifa, right? So...
0: Right.
1: It's all about the yeah, system, no. is my point. It needs changed from the bottom up, and that's really hard yeah. to do without completely firing everyone and starting over from yeah. scratch, which is kind of what I think we yeah. need to do.
0: And that, that's what why I'm calling out for a revolution. Revolution from the bottoms up, like you said. Right. We need to bring we need to bring the system down so we can build it up again, and, and that is impossible ball. It's funny that you right say that. Now.
1: Because that was I was watching Thursday night and there was a girl talking to a live stream and that was her exact thing. She The person asked, what do you think about uh, she was standing in, in front of a burning Arby's actually. I remember it very vividly. Okay. And because she was so passionate about it, he, he goes, what do you think about all these buildings being burned down in, in your home city? And she said, uh, we got to burn it all down to build it back up the right way.
2: And uh,
1: I thought that was pretty eloquently put as to a reason why rioting may be necessary when your voice is not being Mm -hmm. heard. Right.
0: I, I mean, we have had protesters even in fucking Norway right now, where people are far, far, far away from this situation. We had protests in, in front of the American embassy. I am so fucking proud of people getting out, even in right. Norway, to, to to do this. Like, we, how many miles are we from Norway and we are protesting against this in front of the American embassy? That makes me fucking proud.
1: Really. The weird part was, in the first couple days, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe even a little mm-hmm. into Thursday. Well, no, not really. Probably Tuesday, Wednesday, but... Everybody, Republicans and Democrats, all were in agreement that what this cop did was wrong. Right? Everybody. Nobody. Right. The yep. Republicans. Yep. There were no Republicans defending this cop. Then mm-hmm. the riots happen, and then the Republicans start to go the other way. Right. So there is yeah. something to say that maybe that's not a good choice. Uh, I. But I think there is something to say for uh not being heard. And how long can you not be heard till something like this happens? You know, it, if they keep, if you, if a system just doesn't listen to you and doesn't listen to you and doesn't listen to you uh, and then is killing people you know, eventually something, the dam's got to break. You know what I mean, Fro? And uh, mm-hmm. I think George Floyd was more like the match that lit the fire more than uh, more than the actual instigation like the it wasn't the whole fire george floyd it right it was the tinder that uh started the blaze right
0: and then we have this umbrella man that you showed me uh when we were watching uh, upload that we will talk about a little later right uh, that is also an interesting by story that we don't really have in here where
1: well we don't uh, have any confirmation are... one way or another about it so it's hard right, to like right. yeah
0: where, but, but it's not only you that I ever heard this from. But other people has has also s- uh, said on different YouTube streams that they 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 think that uh, the police is uh, in, instigating people to uh, to do violent uh, things against uh, uh, trying to get the fire <laughs> starting. And I find that in, in uh, at least interesting. Have you seen the uh, photos of the br- brick piles? The brick piles, no.
1: Okay, there's there's this weird phenomena going around, uh,
2: okay.
1: where random giant piles of bricks are just uh, okay. showing up in in like on the street right where the protest march is going to be. Just random piles okay. of bricks just showing up for no reason. Uh, here, I'm gonna send you an article about it really quick, uh, and you can see a that picture. Is rich. See a picture mm-hmm. of it. Uh, there's one place I think in California where they, where a politician actually went. Why are there bricks just randomly on the street? And somebody said, "Oh, it's HOA, something like that." But it doesn't explain why all around the country it seems to be happening.
0: Uh, <laughs> is it aliens? <laughs> Isn't the, old, the always explanation? the explanation? Aliens or Russia? <laughs> it's, it's one of those two things.
1: Right, it's just weird, these random brick piles. Uh, I've seen another video of, uh, other videos of police, really disturbing stuff, uh, finding supply caches for, like, the protesters, meaning, like, water bottles, milk for, like, uh, putting in your eyes if you get tear gassed, you know what I mean, or pepper sprayed, um, and cops finding those and coming in with their trucks and smashing the water bottles on the ground and, and throwing it all in the back oh. of their truck and driving away so that when they oh. do tear gas people, they don't have any relief from it. I mean, they, this is these cops are out of control. We're dealing with, like, this has really become, like I've been talking about, a class war where it's like the cops are defending the rich elite people and the poor people in America are finally revolting, and it's taken all. I mean, the other thing we haven't mentioned is we're coming out of this coronavirus thing, right? Mm. <laughs> people have lost their jobs. They yeah. They see what happened with all the bailouts and how much money went to the top and how little money went to the bottom, and it's another. It's more evidence of how broken the system is, and it's more just more adding on to. Um, why people are out there protesting. But we should mention when we covered the anti lockdown protests, we even said Yes, it's important to protest because everybody's losing their job and the government is not helping anybody out, but now maybe is not the time. This also Well now is yeah yeah. Is a little early to be protesting, but I don't think uh I don't think there was much of a choice and it, when yeah. the lockdown pro- anti-lockdown protests were happening, everything was still locked down, where now most of the states have opened up everything. But they still do have rules, most states, of, like, you can't gather in this amount of people, and we are seeing, like, 10,000 people protest, and that's definitely not within the <laughs> the lockdown rules, right? So uh, cool. what do you think about the whole problem there with the uh, coronavirus? We're not going to know... The, what what the ramifications of all these protests for maybe two weeks when people could start getting sick
0: right right and uh, I also think uh, I think that is an underlining course to how much this has uh, caught on fire like people were all, already fed up with the government. And and uh, how uh, it was treating its people. So this was lightening uh, a fire between uh, those people that were already like fed up. So this was getting them another opinion or or another reason, sorry, uh, to get out and protest. I see that this like uh, <laughs> mystery pile brick of piles. This is like uh I I I worked as a landscaper for two and a half years. Uh, this is things like I would order for my job, like if I wanted to lay, for example, uh, uh, something in a garden. This is fucking big. This is something you have to like order. Uh, this is like uh, how many bricks is it in this? I would uh, approximately five hundred.
1: Not even that many. Probably a hundred, maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Weird. It says here uh, Uh. that police confirm presence of such piles in Kansas City. Uh, Manhattan are reportedly in street-lying piles on Sunday night. Uh, Dallas added they believed, saying that there was... They were disappointed to see piles of random bricks in front of a courthouse. Uh, so yeah, all all across the country, this is happening.
0: Hmm. Uh, talking about the orange man in the White House, uh, Trump signs executive order targeting Twitter after fact checking. <laughs> uh, this is how petty can you be, a George? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. Donald
1: Trump has signed an executive order aimed at removing some legal protections given to social media platforms. He said the firm had unchecked power to censor and edit the views of users. Trump had regularly accused the platform of, oh, platforms such as Twitter and Facebook of stifling conservative voices. In or, uh, the order which is expected to face legal challenges comes after Twitter decided to uh, fact-check label two of Trump's tweets this week.
0: Yeah, he was not happy about that fa- fact check. To right. It, Myler. Uh,
1: because one of them, he actually said, uh, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, which right. was seen as obviously a call to violence. And so they said it broke their policies on, um, you know, violent tweets. Uh, or instigating what? violence in the tweet, and so Trump got mad at that and signed this order, right?
0: And it was also the uh, mail-in uh, ballot to tweets that got fact-checked by Twitter. I, I f- was uh, oh yeah, that that was the
1: first at- one, and the, but the one that that got right. him
0: mad was the other one,
1: right? Or, or right. whatever. Uh, I don't f- I feel both. weird about this because. I actually think that social networks shouldn't be able to censor you. So I kind of agree with I... Trump in that way. Right. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: <laughs> I was like, this is, this is petty by Trump, but it's also kind of uh, a ha- happy uh, accident. In, right. Yeah. Inf- infringing on this first amendment. Right. So it's kind of like, Hmm.
1: I mean, yeah. for a long time, we've heard about people saying they want to, want Twitter to kick Trump off, which I think is... I mean, he's the president of the United States. You can't do that. Right? Yeah, you can't do that. You have to be able to hear what he's what he's going to say, right? So uh, It's not Alex
0: Jones, for fuck's
1: sake. Right, exactly. Speaking right. of Alex Jones, you know who the first person who ever, like... The first time I ever heard about militarized police uh, attacking protesters and, like, black block,
0: like, yeah, uh, I know. was Alex Jones. I watched him. It was Alex Jones, yeah. Yeah, in like 2003,
1: uh, probably, he was talking about that stuff. Yeah. And uh, to be
0: honest, he
1: was right. We're in a militarized police state now. Like, if uh, yeah, that, I'm, we're
0: looking way. at it, right? Uh, it's, it's like I always say, if you uh, throw a thousand uh, predictions up in the air some of those thousand protections or projections will be right. So. Right,
1: but I think he made, like, multiple documentaries on the subject, so it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I I know. Not that I, Alex I Jones also, is good, I, but, yeah. you're right. gonna You're saying you're... Uh, right, you're going to get some things right sometimes. Uh, right. A million monkeys will write Shakespeare or whatever,
0: yeah. Right, right. He also said the water was making... Drugs, gay, and things like that. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, talking about people uh, being conspiracy theorists, uh, you know that Michael Moore film uh, produced, film we saw called Planet of the Humans?
1: Right, he Guess produced what? it. yeah.
0: People can't see it anymore on YouTube.
1: I saw some re uploads after I saw this, I went and double checked, and people have been re uploading yeah. it, so it's probably still there, maybe? if you get lucky, uh, but the Michael Moore film Planet of the Humans has been removed by YouTube. Uh, YouTube has taken down the controversial Michael Moore-produced documentary Planet of the Humans in response to a copyright infringement claim by a British environmental photographer. The movie, which has been condemned as inaccurate and misleading by climate scientists and activists, allegedly includes a clip used without the permission of Toby Smith, who does not approve the context of which his material is being used. In response, the filmmakers denied violating fair usage rules and accused the critics of politically motivated censorship.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, more in that camp, to be honest. This is also, like, petty award of the, the week material. I uh, mean, right. like... Oh, I didn't like they used one of my pictures. It
1: says several have signed a letter urging the removal of what they call uh, the shockingly misleading and absurd documentary. Uh, Climate scientists say the the filmmakers have done a grave disservice to us and the planet with distortions and half-truths. But then we saw an article... um, Leaked emails call for the censorship of Michael Moore's new film. Uh, now, with TYT, uh, Fox... What's his name? Josh Fox, uh, the largest online okay. news network... Ty, He's with TYT, I guess, now. Told colleagues, it must come down off their pages immediately. Immediately, he said... And in a second email, he urged a a whole other group of full public relations professionals and organizers to help him to suppress the film. Uh, He said, in a quote, a number of reputable websites are hosting this abomination and I need your support to get them to take it down. So there was like a concerted effort behind the scenes to get this taken off of YouTube by
0: people. Yeah, yeah. So that is how they did it a very good documentary that actually proved my fucking point so many years ago i've said this so i i, I, I just think
1: that i'm just against the censorship like it could be wrong like i, I don't know if it's uh, the information is correct or not i just know it's something right from a different perspective than i've seen before in my life right so right are, they're basically censoring it because they're saying, oh, I don't want you to see the other side, what the other side thinks. How is anybody right. supposed to make a decision if uh, whenever another side is shown, it gets taken off and it gets censored, right? So that's the problem right. I have with it. And that they clearly were colluding together to get it kicked off, and they got a hold of this one yes. guy who had this one clip in there, and they used that one right. little <laughs> clip to get it kicked off of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't and kicked I, off I, because I, of misleading information. It was kicked off because of no. this one copyrighted clip.
0: Right. Right, And I'm sure if they removed that clip, it would have absolutely no fucking, uh, like, um, uh, it wouldn't matter. Right, like if they, they removed the clip the and, conclusion.
1: and re-uploaded it, they would still say,
0: you can't play this, right? Right. Um, so, who is Susan Rice? I actually don't know. Uh f-
1: I believe she used to be in the Obama administration. Uh I'll look it up and you you kind of discuss or tell me what this is all about.
0: Yeah, because uh, Susan Rye- Rice uh, blames Russia, of course. <laughs> for... <laughs> sorry. I can't say that without laughing. Blames <laughs> Russia for the George Floyd protests.
1: Because... Yeah, I was right. A former public official who served under uh, as national security advisor to Barack Obama from 2013 to 2017 ambassador to the okay. United nations, 2009 to 2013 U S Senate Senate confirmed her as an ambassador to unanimous consent uh, in 2009. Right. So yeah, she's been in the government for we, a while.
0: Are we starting at 17 seconds? Yes. Okay, cool. Are you ready?
1: Yeah. Go and give me a countdown.
0: And three, two, one,
2: play. We've come to try to hijack those protests and turn them into something very different. Uh, okay. And they are probably also, I would bet, based on my experience, I'm not reading the intelligence uh, today okay. uh, or these days, but based on no my evidence. experience, this is right out of the Russian playbook. As oh. well. But we can't oh. the extremists, the foreign actors. To distract from the real problems <laughs> we have in this country that are oh. long standing centuries old, and it's the older to out responsibly there. by new leadership.
1: You're you're absolutely right on the uh, foreign interference. You're absolutely Camino's right. The Russians, uh, when it was the Soviet, he United agrees States, with her, right? They've uh, often, often tried, to embarrass the United States by promoting this is like the, the racial. We can't blame the system, so we have Argentina. to blame Russia. What you're suggesting, Ambassador, is that they're still trying to do wow. that? Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, we see it all the time. We've seen it for years, and and frankly, every day on social media, where they take. Uh, any divisive, painful issue, whether it's immigration, whether it's gay rights, whether it's gun violence, and always racism, and they play on both sides. Their aim is not simply to embarrass the United States. Their aim is to divide us, to cause us to come into combat with each other. To wow. disintegrate from within.
1: Yeah, it's not the, yeah, class, class really yeah. Yeah, sides, the class divide. Yeah, because you would fight these wars. The class divide and the political divide. You'll
2: be surprised to learn <laughs> as well as uh, the racial divide in some way, shape, or form. Okay. Okay.
1: Wow. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> that, is, that is just atrocious. That is just so fucking sick. And, but it's also so well, just like. <laughs> What's a good word for it? Predictable. It's so predictable. Like, yes. When this yes. happened, I knew at some point somebody was going to come out and try to blame Russia for
0: it. <laughs> Russia, yeah. <sighs> I want to have a game once where we pick some something that has uh, happened in the last week and we see how many steps we have to go to see someone blaming Russia for it. <laughs> oh, that would be a fun game.
1: Yeah, what would we even do? Well, I don't even know what what, what we would do. It, I think this is the new like Godwin's so, law. You know what the Godwin's laws. Yes. Where yes. like the see, longer an internet discussion see, goes on, the more likely right, somebody's to all... talk about Nazis. I think this the yes. call like saying oh the Russians did it is the new Godwin's law where eventually in a political discussion or a social discussion. Somebody's going to say the Russians did it.
0: Look, look. It's six degrees of Russia. <laughs> six degrees of Putin. Yeah. Six degrees of Putin. <laughs> uh, talking about protesting, Uh Trump is going to tell the truth. Keep on going.
3: Hello, this is that Trump. Trump tells the truth. When I say we should beat up the government and uh, do some revolution a few weeks ago i didn't know that this gonna happen but okay maybe i'm fortunate anyway there have been a lot of discussions lately because the solidarity for what happened in the united states now is all over the world it's marching in new zealand they're marching in sweden denmark they are marching even here in norway so a lot of things is now happening and a lot of debate on, on Facebook and so on is called like, why do they riot? Yeah. Why do they, some people just take off and uh, do violent things and destroy buildings and so on? Well, I've been thinking about that and it's not good, but let's think about this. Anyone who tried to do something against the government peacefully had been killed. Martin Luther King was killed. A lot of black Activist during the times of the peaceful demonstration is was killed. When Black Panthers come arrived and did and did a lot of good, yeah. They also was destroyed by the FBI. Be people who are protesting in the camp, like kneeling down. They are losing their jobs in sports. They are told they not should do that. When a play criticized the vice president, what happened? Yes, Fox News and the right wing went lunatics. Now, for a few weeks ago, there was a lot of white protesters. They went with big guns, weapons. They were threatening uh, legally elected people from doing their job. What did the president do? Yeah, he said they call them good people. The same president also called Ku Klux Klan and all kinds of white ring supremacist groups behind people and now he's suddenly <laughs> him and a lot of others now surprised that people get pissed off they had it yeah they had it we should not we should not <laughs> say this is good thing it's not good to destroy buildings and so on but a lot of what they don't tell is like the same police and military is also attacking the free press yeah they are attacking the fucking press Who gonna report all this shit so what happened i also see a lot of comments in you know, over like say, yeah that's good because the fake news media get what what they deserve because not telling the truth or without telling what the president wanted to say we have been trying peacefully for the last few years but every time the president see any protest against anything he does anything he says he called fake news He threatening the media he threatening organization he threatening everybody in the world what the fuck do the right wing want us to do now? What kind of peaceful protest do you want? What kind of protest do you want in the first place? What kind of discussion do you want? If you want to sit down and talk like adults, yeah, we'd be fucking all on it. But you have not done that for the, for, for the last three years, not our fucking all. And you've been threatening people, and you're still doing your propaganda network Fox News. So what the fuck do you want people to do? I think the process should be going on. hundred thousand people are dead. There are a poverty crisis in the United States and a lot of the world. Big companies are fucking taking over and you are just pretending it's nothing happened. You just want everything to go back to fucking normal. Yeah, there are no normal anymore. There are no, this is the fucking new normal. If you want to do something about it, you have to fucking sit down and act like fucking adults. Uh, the right wing was talking about a class war. Yeah, the, old, the left is launching a class war. But you started this class war. If you want to end it, sit down and take some peace and agreement then. But you have to sacrifice something. Because we are not giving at all. This was strong with Tron the Truth. Have a nice revolution. And keep on protesting in the street. Not give up. Let f- the 3rd of November be the 8th of May 1945. Bye bye.
0: There was uh, Trum telling the truth. Thank you, Tron. Yes, keep on going, people. I could not agree more. What about you? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean... I think we need to... I think now uh, kind of the... the property damage and stuff has gone down. Uh, I think the initial anger that was the first few days mm. has kind of settled it settled down a little bit uh and now people are still angry but they're more motivated to get out there and change something and so there, we're there's less you know I, i've seen amazing videos of people who go and try to break windows or go and try to loot a store and a whole group of people will come and stop them and say hey no don't do that you right. know so i think we're moving into a different fr- phase of this protest and i think it's great to see
0: Hey, we have an email address. I don't know why I say it because we never get an email. But if you, for some fucking reason, want to email us, uh, it's another digital at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. We want all your emails. All of them. All your emails belong are, to us. Yeah. Yes, emails, <laughs> We're on Twitter, Twitter, uh, at Podcast ADC. that's at Podcast ADC. We are a member of Pod All The Time Network, Look, What is that? That's at Pod All The Time PN on
1: Twitter. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other podcasts you can check out there. Uh, it's Podcast Helping Podcast, so there's 10 other podcasts in our podcast network right now, or maybe nine. One other podcast is the Raw Sex Podcast, a podcast talking about relationships, sex, love, and dating from older and younger generations' perspective. Uh, It's on Spotify and Podbean and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Go check them out at at Raw raw Sex Podcast 1. That was hard to say.
0: Yeah, for some reason. I don't know why. Hmm. We also have a Facebook group. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. That's another digital citizen. In one word, on Facebook, it's very easy to get, become a member. Go uh, listen to us easy, on Spotify,
1: yeah. so we can get a hundred million dollar deal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look. we'll we'll take uh, fifty thousand. All right.
0: <laughs> right now, I think we will take fifty dollars. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway TV round before we go into that uh, let's talk about Jake Paul because he says he was looting after a video shows in at the damaged uh, Arizona mall
1: uh, he denies that he engaged in any looting or vandalism despite his friends being seen on video in the mall as people around them appear mm. to be doing property damage uh, demonstrators all over the country continue to protest the death of George Floyd. Uh, he's, He said, it, To be absolutely clear, neither I nor anyone in my group was engaged in any looting or va- vandalism, the influencer said. Uh, we spent a day doing our part peacefully protesting. Uh, so he's saying I was just there when it happened. I didn't actually engage in any of the breaking. He says, We filmed everything and saw in an effort to share our experience and bring more attention and anger felt in the neighborhood we traveled through. We were strictly documenting and not engaging. Uh, I do not condone violence, looting, or breaking the law.
0: Hmm. Cool. Uh, TV, I will start. Uh, I saw the best reality show in the world. <laughs> uh, labor of Love.
1: Okay, I saw the second uh, episode because yeah. I wanted to you know,
0: make sure I had it. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I I was very afraid in the second episode that uh, uh, our uh, our friend would go home, uh, wrestling friend. What is his name again? Matt Stryker. I would, Matt Striker would go home, but yeah, she surprised him by saying, "Oh, I really want to keep you." This is atrociously. <laughs> I mean, I I am so conflicted by this because. It is one of the worst shows I have ever seen in my entire life, and it's it's on the Swan level, uh, but it uh, also... uh, it's almost beyond the Swan. But yes, I agree. Yes, uh, but uh, but it's also f- incredibly engaging, other than extremely weird <laughs> audio cuts, extremely weird. Where the. Who I is editing this
1: show? Like a 12 year old edit yes. this, the audio for this show? <laughs> they got like a middle school class, computer <laughs> class, to edit
0: the audio for this show. <laughs> the audio is just all over. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, you gave it a zero. I could not agree more. But, but uh, my problem is also, I think it's a 10 because it's. It's so bad that it's good. It's but, a wraparound. Uh, yeah, We've do. talked
1: about these shows, these shows that get so bad. Like, there's a there's a wraparound in shows where a show can be so bad, it wraps around back over in the scale and gets back to 10 somehow. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes.
0: But, uh, yeah, I will give it this a Sarah and I will continue watching it. <laughs>
1: uh... Right. I almost <laughs> thought we should stop watching Upload and watch that instead, but I think we'll continue <laughs> watching Upload. Uh, oh, you I should, I, there's the... one thing I want to mention about it. How fake oh. is this show? Because I think it's 100% totally fake. From the Do second you know episode what? and the bear, how how could they all believe that that was a real bear? It did not look anything right. like a real bear.
0: <laughs> it didn't look like a real bear. The the only thing is, like, in the first episode, where they go all, all and jerk off in the uh, jerk-off trailer. Uh, trailer. I mean, I don't know how much of it is fake. I have no clue. I hope Matt Striker wins. That's all I have to say. Uh, I've seen some HBO Max uh, shows. I'll, like, uh, go through them because you don't care. Uh, the Not Too Late Show with Elmo. 15 minutes uh, of uh, Elmo uh, with kids. Sure, okay. Then I... Yes, then I saw Craftopia from uh, HBO Max. This is a reality show where 9 uh, 15 years old uh, come and, like, make crafting projects. It's uh, a okay. very bad, bad reality.
1: Wow, the content on this HBO Max really sounding great. <laughs> I <know. laughs> yeah, I
0: know. Then I saw Love Life, and this is maybe the better thing on, on, on there. It has... Uh, Anna Kendrick in in uh, the main role. I love Anna Kendrick, okay. so I will watch. She's the, all right. Everything, yeah. I I think she's super cute. The show is eh, it's it's okay. Uh, I would give it a five. Elmo, I would give it three. Uh, Craftopia, I would give it two and a half. So, how uh, long does HBO Nassim Max Blue? stick around? I have no clue. They have so much on it. Uh, new Looney Tunes cartoons there. Uh, talk two seconds about that. That you really have to go and watch because those are of the old days. Like They they look uh, and feel like the old Looney Tunes cartoons. So if you ever like them that then you will like like So this. a
1: lot of misogyny and racism? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes Luke uh but yeah that's uh one of yeah the most things I've seen on HBO Max
1: okay uh wow I haven't done anything yet have I okay so uh I did what did I watch I watched oh Epstein filthy uh Jeffrey Epstein filthy rich four part documentary series on Netflix um I was very good. I mean, super standard documentary, very much like all the Netflix kind of crime documentaries that are coming out. Uh, So in that sense, it wasn't anything special except for the content itself. The interviews with the women are very, very interesting. I wholeheartedly believe every single one of them, to be honest. Um, Oh, yeah. Me too. A lot of backup evidence for everything they were saying. Uh, some interesting stuff that I didn't know in the past, um, but very few things that were weren't that I, haven't already been out there in in the public view. But there were a few things uh, about getting the three uh, young children <coughs> shipped over from Saudi Arabia for his birthday. I didn't know about right, that. Right. Right. Um. Overall, i give it a six. Uh, it's just a standard documentary, but it is very interesting, especially if you follow- have been following the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Um, and I think they did a good job of making a case against Ghislaine Maxwell. Where the hell is that oh, lady? Yeah, Again, bring that up for like the millionth time.
0: I saw a show that I was 110% sure should be on the investigation, like uh, discovery in, in investigation or whatever it's called, uh, the channel. But it's from ABC, and it's called G- The Genetic Detective. And it's this, uh, uh, this genealogist? Wow, that is hard to say. Genealogist. C.C. more. Okay, as uh, called C C that uses DNA matches to find uh, killers uh, okay. through 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 the database. Right, and uh, I give it a six point five. So we take it all should the... be a discovery. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no. So, but it should be a Discovery Channel kind of thing. It's it's very like generic. Where like, is it? Investigation. It's on ABC. Oh, why do you think it needs is, to be Discovery? Like, because that's uh, like every investigation, like uh, Discovery, have their own investigation channel. Okay, called ID. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, it felt like every other show on that channel. Oh, okay. So ABC's probably just trying to cash long. in on the
1: the crime documentary kind of fad that's happening so they're just trying to cash in on it I understand that mm. Uh, mm. yeah there was something I was gonna say about it but I don't even remember what, what it was uh, I saw a show on Fox which was weird and I don't know if it's good or bad so I'm gonna give it a point. F- I'm gonna give it 5.5 5, I guess. Uh, it's called Ultimate yeah. Tag on Fox.
0: Do you know what I I saw this as well? Uh, I have the extreme same opinion. I have it on five on my my docket. Uh,
1: I give it a five point five because I think it's just above average. Because I was entertained by it, right? I like both. Right. I watched two episodes. Both episodes, I was entertained. Basically, it's. Tag, the game you played when you were in elementary school, middle school, you played Tag, except uh, there's three kind of normal people, well, everyday people, I guess, fairly athletic though, and then there's the chasers who are the people trying to tag the people who were trying to win the game, Uh, but all the chasers are basically like super athletes and parkour, free runners and things like that. And the whole arena is set up with all these obstacles to try to run around. So, but it's basically tag, right? Um, th- one of it's the tag mi-
0: mi- mixed with American ninja.
1: <laughs> yeah, and American gladiators
0: yeah. a little bit. Gladiators, yes, American gladiators.
1: A very American gladiators-esque in the sense that all the chasers yes. have different like American gladiator-style names and outfits, mm-hmm. and they're they all have like a character behind them, like. W- uh, American Gladiators, all of them had silly names like Crush and Laser and things right. like that. And actually, one of the chasers in this is a YouTuber I follow, uh, Sydney Olson. She plays Spitfire oh. on this. Yeah, uh, she, Spitfire. yeah, She was in the, just the first episode, I think. Uh, and I found her through the Dudesons because the uh, when the Dudesons ah. were still on YouTube... Uh, He was training with her doing parkour in a lot of his videos, and I followed her through them. And then when the Dudesons left, I just kind of left her channel, you know, in my my, uh, list of channels. And it was cool to see her on a TV show, and uh, yeah, she's pretty good. Uh, Overall, like I said, middle-of-the-road show, but entertaining. I would say if you liked American Gladiators in the 80s, not the Hulk Hogan version, uh,
0: you'll like this. Uh, I saw Unprecedented uh, on BBC4. This is a series written and filmed in the lockdown. Uh, It has uh, fucking amazing actors in it. Uh, A lot of actors that you would recognize. Uh, But it's it's very... Weird. <laughs> it's very weird because it's like it's filmed uh, for like in front of a computer. So a lot of like uh, uh, things that are going on is very like oh there's a meeting or there's a conference call and I- I'm like very that. confused right but, now.
1: What what's filmed sorry? in front of a
0: computer? I don't I don't get it. This this show this show is filmed in front of a computer. It's a Zoom call show. Okay. It's a Zoom call show. Yes. So, uh, but with actors. So every like uh, actor, uh, right. like uh, for example, a girlfriend and boyfriend talking to each other in front of a computer or a business meeting or whatever. Sure. Uh, I, I've seen. Two episodes of this, I would really recommend it. I just find it a little weird, so I will give it seven point five. But it has a lot of a big list of UK's most celebrated actors in it. So I, I mean, there's nothing to to say about the acting, but the, the show itself is a little like, mm, eh.
1: Uh, okay, I saw a show on Netflix called Blood and Water.
0: Did you see this? Uh, yes, I'm very happy that you saw this.
1: Um, it's about... Uh, well, I guess it's about a school, mostly about a girl going to a private school in... I think it's Cape yeah. Town, South Africa? I think is where it's yeah. supposed
0: to be. Yeah, to find her uh, sister.
1: Right, her sister goes missing... But then, uh, and they just have assumed for a long time, and then some new evidence comes to light, and so it's her, it's her investigating it, but she's a little girl, but there's also other investigations going on about her sister, but it's really, it's kind of a murder mystery, is really what it is. Um, Mm. it was alright, but it's just really not my cup of tea, uh, I gave it a four.
0: Yeah, this isn't written for me, uh... This is for sixteen years old people. Um, I think this is for sixteen year old girls. The acting was not
1: anything special. It was kind of subpar. No. The storyline's interesting in this that is it's story. It yeah. is that it's a murder mystery. I mean, that's the story. So if right. you like murder mysteries, that that's what it is. But it's pretty cut and dry in the sense that yeah, that's what it is. It's a murder mystery about a girl. Who goes missing? So yeah,
0: I mean I I, I give it a four point <laughs> five, but uh, I, I I yeah, it's it it's totally okay. Uh, did you see all of it?
1: No, I only watched two episodes. I was I I was two episodes, and you're out on this one. I mean, like okay. it just wasn't engaging enough, and uh, I still had some Trailer Park Boys to watch this week, and another thing that I watched and and. Mostly, honestly, I spent a lot of time watching protest live streams from all over the country. So that took up a lot of my time this week, uh, watching protest live streams on pretty much everywhere you can live stream video. Somebody was live streaming something. So like Facebook Live, YouTube Live, uh, Periscope I watched some on. Uh, Actually, uh, basically everywhere. You Live, I saw some. Uh, you know, the place PewDiePie used to be, but isn't anymore. Yes. Discord. I saw a couple, some on Discord as well. So, like, people were using anything they could get their hands on to live stream these protests. Uh,
0: do you have one more show left? Uh, yes, I do. Good. Then we're going to talk about that because it's Space wars with uh, Steve, Carell. Steve Carell. Yes. And, and also John Malkiewicz.
1: Which I was like, John Malkovich has never been in anything bad.
0: <laughs> That's true. Up to now. Up until now. Malco- he broke his streak, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Uh, ben Schwartz is in in a role. I think, actually, of all, John Malkovich is the best thing about the show than Ben Schwartz. I, really I, like I would ben say Swartz. Ben Schwartz
1: is actually better than John Malkovich in this, but... Uh, or at least funnier. Because it's a comedy, right? So this right. is a uh, from Netflix Space Force with Steve Carell. It's about the space force, as far as like the military branch invented by this recent government here. Um, and Steve Carell takes control as the
0: head of Space Force, right? Yeah, but uh, here's the big problem with this show: it's not funny. He, uh, this show
1: isn't funny now in that there's a lot of very topical humor where they,
0: they a talk of about, demons.
1: well, <laughs> it, it's going to, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of topical humor in that. Like it, it
0: yeah.
1: makes somewhat sense now because they're talking about right. Trump. They're saying, Oh, 45 likes to go on Twitter and these kind of jokes about Trump. Right. Um, and those, this show in five years, none of the jokes will make any sense, right? Right, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of jokes like that in that in this, where it's just, like, they won't make any sense in five years, so I don't know why they made it this way. I mean, it, the whole thing is kind of a political jab at the current day in politics. There's a character in here that is making fun of Ocasio-Cortez, um, really, yeah. clearly, another Nancy Pelosi-type character, so they, yeah. but they don't call any of the people that the, uh, Ocasio-Cortez character, they only call her the angry young Congresswoman, which is like, come mm-hmm. on now. I mean, it feels like this was made by Republicans to me. I don't know. Right.
0: No, I did not like this at all. It's just like, <sighs> it's not
1: funny. I, 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 That's the problem. It's, it's not, not funny.
0: funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really that simple. It's a comedy and it's not funny. <laughs>
0: But it's I I wish it was better. That's the problem. You called it, it though, Fro.
1: You called it when we watched Upload, not this week, but last week, because this week, we'll talk about it, was actually pretty good. But last week, you were like, this is not a good sign for Space Force because it's made by pretty much the same people. (laughs) And it turns out that may be the case. I'm sorry I was right. I'm sure some people out there that love the, like, uh Orange Man bad jokes would probably think this is a right. hilarious show. But the whole uh Trump is bad comedy is so played yeah. out to me that none of it is funny anymore, you know what I mean?
0: But I gave it a 3.5, actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: Really I didn't go that low. I gave it a four. So I mean I yeah. guess we're pretty close, but like uh at least like the camera quality's good, the acting is decent I suppose. The real problem is the storyline, the jokes, and uh, the topical humor that is not going to be funny. In even two years, some of these jokes won't make any sense to
0: anybody. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, upload episode five, Look, What is this about? Because, wow, what happened to this bad show that we were Uh, An Episode
1: five called The Grey Market. Uh, Nora's dad's vape lung worsens, while Nathan, his friend Luke, and Dylan are uploaded... Oh, an uploaded teen whose body is not keeping up with his age visit a hacker market in cyberspace.
2: This episode was good! What
1: the fuck happened? I know, and this is the middle... Ep- usually when we watch <laughs> one of these bingeable shows, the, the middle yeah. two episodes, usually five and six, or whatever the middle two episodes, are, the worst episodes... Because they expect you to already be invested in the show, and you're just going to keep watching anyways. But for some reason, episode five is the best episode, and episode one was one
0: of the worst episodes. <laughs> what was this? It was it, it, like I laughed out loud many times during this uh, episode. I was like, "This is fucking funny." I was like, and I, I, yeah, I think, I think the storyline with them going to the Grey Zone, that was very, very good. I mean, and the interior of, of the Grey Zone was was very, very fun, with some, like, uh, uh, especially an old, old logo from Macintosh was all of a sudden there for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> that, that was kind of funny. And, and uh, yeah, uh, him buying... Uh, um, the upgrade uh, for himself with the YY... No, XX sign. Sorry. XX sign. And waking up as a woman uh, the, the day after. That was... Yeah. So... I, I, I gave this a 6.5. <laughs> and, and I was like, whoa. What happened? Yeah,
1: I gave this episode a 7. Uh, I think it finally figured out how to be funny. Maybe this would... I don't know. Maybe I could look it up, actually. But... Um, I have a feeling maybe these episodes are all written by different, like have different uh, people, different writers, writers, and maybe this was written by an actually funny writer as opposed to other episodes. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Every single episode is written by a different person. Ah. Oh wait, no episode ten. Uh, and episode two are the only ones that are written by the same person. This episode was written by somebody named Mike Lawrence. So
0: Okay. Thank you, Mike Lawrence, for making me laugh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see, see the next episode. And I, I didn't think I would say that about this show.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it should be interesting. We got a cliffhanger again on this one with the... Uh, yeah, private and in- well, the fake private investigator lady uh, finding out something more about this guy's death. So again, this is another show, murder, basically murder mystery, but a comedy. Uh, had huge potential and finally is getting decent. So, out just banged my elbow <laughs> oh. on the desk. Ah,
0: ah, uh, uh. Do you think uh, that would happen in a multiverse? then now there's like 10 other looks hitting their toe or Well, in some multiverse
1: that didn't happen, I think is the idea. In some multiverse I chose not to scratch my nose and then hit my elbow on the table Uh, and then I didn't hit my funny bone and I'm going on with my life somewhere in another multiverse with my funny bone not hurting right now. (laughs) Or being funny. What is it called when you hit your funny bone? I guess it's being
0: funny. (laughs)
1: I don't know. It doesn't really hurt. Uh, It just feels weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're going to to talk about the multiverse. The multiverse. The multiverse. The multiverse. See what I did there? Uh
1: Right. There's so much to cover in the multiverse. I know we're going to miss a ton of stuff. Like, I'm doing research for this, and I'm like, there's too much to keep in my brain to, to like, what I want to talk about. So I guess let's just start with a kind of a history of the concept. Uh, early recorded I- examples of the idea of infinite worlds existed in philosophy in ancient Greek uh, with proposed proposed that infinite parallel worlds arose from a collision of atoms in the 3rd century B.C. Uh, Cif- uh, Chrysiphius suggested that the world's eternal e- expired and regenerated, effectively suggesting the existence of multiple universes across time. The concept... Mo- multiple universes became defined in the Middle Ages, uh, explored the probability of existence of the univer- uh, multiverse based on general principles of the Quran, which stated that Allah was the Lord of Worlds, like plural. Oh. Uh An American philosopher and physicist, William James, uh, used the t- m- term multiverse in 1895, but in a different context. The term was first used in fiction and its current physics context by Michael uh, Moorcock, is that really his name, Moorcock, Uh, in his 1963 San Francisco, I had to double-check to make sure I wasn't getting that wrong, in his 1963 San Francisco adventure novella, The uh, uh, The Sundered Worlds.
0: I'm sorry if my name is Moorcock I would probably shit. it uh, it sounds like one of those yes. things
1: they call up Moe's Tavern is Mike Moorcock there Mike Moorcock <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> could be a uh, sketch from the Uh yeah um, I think I, I found I found a very interesting article from space.com space.com is very good uh, confronting the multiverse, what infinite universe would mean? Uh, I I am not going to read the whole thing, but uh, the multiverse. If we define universe as all there is and or all that exists, then obviously definition there there could be only one universe. But if we define universe as all we can ever see, no matter how large our telescope or space-time regions uh, uh, that expand together, then many universes may indeed exist. There's nothing in science more awesome, more majestic, uh, or more majestic to discern the nature of the ultimate reality one must be, begin with the challenge of multiple universe so what is a multiple universe uh, physicist and nobel laureate stephen wittenberg told me clo- uh, told me on closer to truth that i watched by the way and, uh, the use the word universe i suppose i should probably mean the whole thing everything but we, when we think of universe we sometimes use the word of just meaning our big bang or things we can see uh, to the almost eight no f- uh, 14 billion light years in all directions and in that matter is it reasonable to question is our universe unique is there multiple Big Bangs? Could there be multiple Big da- Bangs with different senses?
1: Right, and different outcomes. So that's one theory of the multiverse is that multiple Big Bangs happened uh, in space-time, right? So space consider time, space-time infinite, and then on that layer of space-time, multiple universes popped up out of... Mul- well, millions of infinite big big bangs, I guess. Right, that's one version right. of of it, I
0: guess. If you ever have, if you ever seen an episode of Rick and Morty, uh, I I thought about this when we were when we were going to talk about this. Rick and Morty is very apt when it comes to uh, the multiverse thing because they they fool around in the multiverse with multiple granddads and ricks and things like that and I I find that very interesting I I think the theory of the multiverse is something that makes great uh, TV Uh, and it has been discussed in so many different uh, uh, TV programs like Fringe X-Files Rick and Morty yeah like th- things like that and it it is su- such a uh, a ground thing to think about because it's so uh grind in our understanding of what comes on tv
1: what's the one where they TV? go through the time portal thing and then they the whole point of the show stargate is... no no the one the tv show where they're trying to get back to like their original is it sliders no not sliders uh what was the name of the show? A, I can't of Stargate. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, That's multiple universes. Uh yeah, or something like that. Exactly. Uh what? I think that the whole idea of multiple big bangs is also one version of the idea of the multiverse. Another idea right. would be the idea that every time a decision is made, another universe comes into existence, so like I was notes. saying earlier, if uh, if I didn't choose to, like, scratch my nose, that right. decision was made in another universe. And so there's a me existing in another universe that didn't scratch my nose. Uh, and right. every time you make... So every decision that's made, another universe is brought into existence. Uh, right. Parallel to the universe that's happening currently in, in space-time. Uh, so every... So me and you could actually not be our original selves. We could be Mm -hmm. the product of a decision made by another version of ourselves, which is really insane to think about.
0: I think there's a very good thing here still on, on space.com. If you go down to levels of multiverse, uh, mixed tag, Mark, Cosmo, at MIT goes further. He, there's four kind of multiverses that may exist and labeling them levels. One, space, our universe, goes so far beyond that we can see and perhaps forever, that would mean that infinite, many more other regions could exist in our own pocket universe, regions like our absolute universe, where the laws of physics are the same. Level two, Infinite many other regions exist in the space uh, same space time as that of our universe, but uh, are disconnected permanently from other pockets of the universe. Like within each of the laws of physics are different. And uh, level three, a kind of space between uh, from space time to our universe exists, called her, her whole uh, Hilbert space that is infinite, dimensional, and abstract. And level four, uh, uh, that is an extraordinary claim that every consistent system of mathematics describes some kind of existing world or universe.
1: <coughs> right. Uh, I'm going to go into like a little brief explanation really quick. Multiple universes have been... Hip- hypothesized in multiple different uh, versions of literature and uh, sciences, particularly in science fiction, comic books, and fantasy as well. In these contexts, parallel universes are also called alternate universes, quantum universes, or or parallel universes, right? We've heard that a lot. Physics community has debated the various multiverse theories over time. Prominent... Physicists are still divided on whether any other universes exist outside of our own. Some physicists say the multiverse is not a legitimate topic of scientific inquiry. Concerns have been raised as to whether attempts to exempt the multiverse from experimental verification could erode public confidence.
0: I also think the space.com article asks a very good question. Does the multiverse undermine God or enrich God? If multiple universes are real, and especially if it's true infinite numbers of universes really exist, then our worldview changes. Everything changes. Whatever you believe, even uh, about God, uh, that God exists or doesn't exist, nothing remains the same. If only the material world exists, then ma- the material uh, become a-, a very much larger. If an infinite god exists then God's infinite come uh, becomes impressed by science and enriched with a new meaning uh
1: yeah I mean another thing uh, you could interpret the multiverse as is that. Chaos theory, like we were talking about, and right. we talked about uh, Kamal cosmological theory. Uh, uh, if we could prove a multiverse, it proves that we are just completely random, right? Right. Because, especially if there's other of us, an- another meme millions of times doing other lives, it really does prove we're not special <laughs> in any way whatsoever. <laughs> Right. Which a lot of people don't, I was listening to an interview with one scientist who is studying this and trying to prove it, but he said, I don't want it to be true because that means I'm incredibly not special, <laughs> right? Like even people
0: <laughs> right. who yeah. are,
1: inven- are investigating this are going like, it would be kind of scary if we did prove it was true uh, to the way our brains think about reality, I guess.
0: Yeah, so how many versions of another digital citizen is there, Mark? Right, millions. That's, that's yeah. So, yeah, that's so weird to think about.
1: One of, we have a true, uh, one universe, we're a true crime podcast, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be so boring. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, someone that's very much into this is Professor Stephen Hawkins. I mean... Uh, or the, was, that's the first... before he passed away. Well, was, yes. Sorry. Um, and, uh, I mean, he has, um, he was, uh, there was a study that was submitted to the Journal of High Energy Physics 10 days before uh, Hawkins died. Uh, and uh, uh, he, he he talked about uh, the idea of the multiple universes in that uh, and he said that uh, some, according to the harker Hawkins theory, uh, would be like our own, perhaps Earth-like planets, societies even individuals, similar to the ones in our universe. Other universes could be uh, subtly different, perhaps with an Earth-like planet where dinosaurs were not wiped out, And there would be an universe completely unlike our own, with no Earth, perhaps no stars and galaxies and different laws of physics.
1: Right. I I thought about this uh, when... There were some scientists I was seeing talking about it, saying, uh, oh, there could be universes where humans have the ability to fly, or the whole... uh, way we see physics is totally different like he's saying the laws of physics are different imagine a universe like right now what we consider life is all carbon-based life forms right right what if there's a universe where another element on the uh, periodic table is the basis of life so what if neon or something like that was the building block instead of carbon what would those
0: creatures look like right but uh, let's uh, let's go into something that I I also found. Uh, uh, there's an article in the garden that I found uh, called Multiverse Have Stormers Found Evidence of parable Universes. Why don't you read a little from that?
1: Right, this is from May 2017. Uh, too many these of uh, these past 12 months have seemed as if we are already slipped into a parallel parallel universe. Uh but compared to alternate universes, some astrom- astronomers are contemplating. Uh, they call it the multiverse. It's a cosmos in which there are multiple universes. By and by, multiple I mean an infinite number. These unaccountable realms sit side by side in higher dimensions that are sen- that our senses are incapable of perceiving directly. Yet, increasingly, astronomers and cos- cosmologists seem to be invoking. The multiverse to explain puzzling observations Uh, the stakes are high even alternative universes carries its own different version of reality there would be one where you wrote this column and I read it one where the Guardian is an alt-right propaganda rag and even (laughs) a really weird one in which Donald Trump uses Twitter to spread nothing but amusing cat videos (laughs) <laughs> I really like this. That's stuff, a good, but, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Putting a little humor into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is, that's the whole idea here. Is, uh, I, the other thing about the multiverse and the reason a lot of scientists are using it is it does, it does explain a lot of things we can't explain in physics. Uh, one person I saw talking about it was talking about... Um, like... Uh, cha- uh, at, like, a subatomic level, particles can change uh, from one thing to another, or they can go into existence and pop out of existence, and we don't know why or how, but m- the multiverse would explain it because those things would have gone... Like, the things that disappear were ended up in a different universe, right? And then when they come back, they're coming from a different universe, if that makes sense.
0: Right. It sounds uh, bonkers, but the latest piece of evidence that could fever a multiverse comes from the UK's Royal Astronomical Society. They have recently published a study on a so-called cold spot. This particular uh, cool path of space seen in radiation produced by uh, formations of the universe more than... 13 billion years ago. This cold spot was first glimpsed on the NASA satellite in 2014. No, sorry, 2004. Then confirmed uh, uh, by ESA Planck mission in 2013. It was surprisingly puzzling. Most uh, astronomers and cosmologists believe that it's highly unlikely to have been produced by the birth of the universe as it's mathematically difficult uh, for the leading theory, which is called inflammation to explain. So this cold spot in the universe that I have found that is 13 billion years has nothing to do with our universe. It says here, the end game for physicists
1: has been to provide a reason why our universe takes the form it does. To do this, it must explain why certain fundamental qu- quantities have the values they do. For example, the speed of light, uh, the mass of an electron, the stre- and the strength of gravitational interactions. If there is a multiverse, however, that quest could be doomed to failure, just there as there are an infinite number of similar yet different universes, there will also be an infinite number in which the basic laws of physics are are completely different.
0: Mm.
1: So it it would change the way we even see physics because, if we could prove it, because physics is going to be completely different in a different universe.
0: So, could this be a religion look? Uh...
1: There have been religions who have kind of insinuated something about the multiverse in the past. Uh, the ancient Egyptians, uh, as well as Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, Islam, uh, Kabbalah, Mormonism. Actually Mormonism is kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, the multi- idea of multiple universes has been entertained by Mormons leaders since the beginning. Brigham Young taught that there is no such thing as empty space, lending to the idea that any space beyond the universe is occupied. Uh, Apostle Orrin Pratt said, we can, we can come to no other conclusion but that worlds and systems of worlds and universes of worlds exist, existed in boundless heights and depths uh, for immersity. Uh, so, yeah, that's... They're basically saying there's other worlds outside of our world. But they do believe in aliens and everything, so. Yes.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of things in New Age as well, of course, and uh, I I I think it's interesting that you find this in in all uh, kind of religions other than normal Christianity.
1: Which, this would totally ruin their whole idea of God, so they're not going to do that. But Buddhism even says, uh, this is a quote from Ampaka Jakai, Disciples, nowhere between the lowest of hells below and the highest of heavens above, nowhere in all of the infinite worlds that stretch right and left, is there an equal, much less the superior of Buddha. Yeah. Yeah, so they even mention, like, infinite worlds uh, stretching uh, you know, beyond our universe is what they're talking about.
0: Uh, in Islam, there are seven verses in the Quran that they are describing seven heavens. One verse says that each heaven or sky has its own order, possible meanings, laws of nature, after mentioning the seven heavens. Another verse says, and similar earths. Right. Uh
1: let's I'm going to go to a couple uh, of arguments against multiverse theory. Uh Yeah. In 2003, New York Times opinion piece, Brief History of the Multiverse, author Paul Davies offered a ver- variety of arguments that the multiverse theory are not scientific. He said for a start, how is the existence of other universes to be tested? To be sure all cosmolog all cosmologists except that there are some regions of the universe that lie beyond the reach of our telescopes, but somewhere on the slippery slope between that and the idea there is an infinite number of universes, credibility reaches its limit. So he's saying we can't ever test this so we can never prove that it's true. Um, George Ellis... It's, sorry, go
0: ahead. Yeah, it's a little like Oakham's razor.
1: Well, I just think it's the scientific... Uh, Uh, method because so like you have to have a scientific method to prove what what your hypothesis is so if the hypothesis is there's a multiverse what is the method in which you find out whether it is a multiverse or they're not or there isn't and we say what he's saying is it's not scientific because you can't create an experiment to prove it's true right so it's not scientific in that way. He's saying right here, the multiverse theory may dress up in scientific language, but in essence, it requires the same leap of faith as an unseen creator.
0: Right. Uh, But where does this rate on your crazy scale? Because on mine it's very, very low. I will give this a 2, because I think this is
2: probably
1: true I, I there's not i have no evidence one way or another whether it's true or whether it's not it explains a lot of physics like uh things in physics especially in quantum physics it explains a lot right um i 100 think 100 percent think it's possible so I'm i'm gonna say not that crazy probably i give it like a two yeah so we agree on two up oh, Fro, Fro, I'm seeing something here. Something Breaking news happening. Uh, we're breaking news. Uh,
0: three more Minneapolis um, officers charged in the George Floyd death, and uh, the charges have been elevated.
1: It says here three more former Minneapolis police officer were charged Wednesday in the deadly arrest of George Floyd. Former officers Tau Thau, Thau, Th- T- Tau Thau Thomas Lane, and J. Alexander Keurig are facing charges of aiding and abetting a murder. That's exactly what I said in the news around that I, I thought they should be charged with, or, uh, you know, helping with it, uh, being accomplices to it. According to criminal complaints filed in Minnesota on Wednesday, the murder charges against the other former officer, Derek Chauvin, were also elevated to second-degree murder, like you said. so Yeah,
0: so what is second-degree
1: murder? Right, so he was... They were charging him with third-degree murder, so they bumped it up just one degree. And what we're seeing here is second-degree murder is generally defined as an intentional murder. So before, they were saying it wasn't an intentional murder. Now it's an intentional murder that lacks premeditation, meaning he didn't plan on killing him, and is intended to only cause bodily harm and demonstrate an extreme indifference to human life.
0: So I would agree. It couldn't be a first-degree murder.
1: The only because, way it could be first degree is if they found some kind of, like, let's planned. say they found a radio call or a telephone message or text message that said, right. hey, I see this black guy walking down the street. I'm going to go kill him. Let's right. kill him. Yes. Right.
0: yes. So there, there is a difference.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, hopefully that, that will make... I mean, I'm... That it makes me so happy, to be honest, that these three other guys are being charged, cause I, I, that just needed to happen, you know what I mean? It, it's like the Ghislaine Maxwell things, like, why? What? She was so involved. These guys were so involved, they should be charged. And I'm happy to see that they are, and the second degree murder charge is, I mean, it's maybe it's as good as we're gonna get, but I think it's definitely. Justified more than a third degree for
0: sure. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's much better than manslaughter. It's uh, it's definitely much, much, much better. Uh, well, we are going to take it from the news uh, and talk about movies. Uh, Luke, have you seen a movie this week?
1: I did. I saw a couple of prime movies. It seems like they okay. put out a few. Uh, movies this week. I don't know uh, if that has anything to do with the AMC deal or what, but um, I'm going to start with The Vast of the Night on Prime.
0: Okay. Did you see this? I knew.
1: So it's like based in the 1950s, uh, and this guy is like a 1950s radio DJ, you know, in like a tiny little radio place. Uh, And it's also about this girl who is like a telephone switcher. Remember... Yeah, have you ever seen, like, in movies? Back then they had, like, the cords and to connect the two telephones, you had to put one cord in, like, the thing. Yes. So she's doing that. And they both experience this weird, uh, mystery, uh, te- uh, radio frequency that, like, overtakes their system. And, uh, so they, it's like a search to go find this alien frequency. And it's all, like, about conspiracy theories and aliens and, uh,. Ooh. Yeah, it's very, very cool. The Vast of the Night. I really, really enjoyed this. Uh, I gave it a 9. Uh, the ending Ooh. is, like, very, very cool. Very indie. You'll, you'll really enjoy it,
0: I think, Fro. Sounds like up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I saw uh, a Netflix documentary called Spelling the Dream. Uh... This is about uh, kids and uh, the spelling bee uh, and why uh, 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 kids of, uh, especially Indian heritage, is so good at spelling. Um, if you have ever seen... What is that spelling movie called again? Do you remember the other no, spelling movie? No, I don't
1: think movie? I ever saw it. If I did...
0: Okay, uh, but yeah, no, this is a fucking amazing documentary about spelling, and I was like, this couldn't be uh, interesting at all, I and mean, it's so interesting. Uh, spelling the Dream is one of my favorite documentaries of this year, actually, and I'm giving it a
1: 9.5. Wow, okay, I need to write that down then, Spelling the Dream, alright. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm assuming since I know you watched something on Prime maybe we saw the same movie. I watched a movie called Seaburg. Yep. Uh pre-star studded cast uh Kristen Stewart uh right let's see who else was in it. I know there was a bunch of famous Anthony Mackie, uh Margaret Qualley, oh Vince Vaughn. I don't know how I didn't remember Vince Vaughn. Uh Right. Yeah, uh Stephen Root a bunch of people you would know are in this movie. Um, it's about an uh, actress, French actress, right? Mm-hmm. Who gets involved with the Black Panther Party in America. And then the FBI starts to follow her and kind of meddle in her life. Uh, Based on a true story. Right, exactly. Uh, of Jane Seberg, uh, who is a real person. Wow, the timing of this movie and when it came out, right? Uh, <laughs>
0: yes, that was exactly what I was thinking when I was watching it.
1: Right, like how how incredible. Like maybe they, maybe they had this on the shelves and they were like, okay, we need to pull bring this out now, or maybe right. it's just amazing coincidence. But being about the Black Panther Party being uh, taken uh, or being investigated and like infiltrated by the. FBI. I thought that was very interesting. Overall, I gave it like a seven point five. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it.
0: I saw this with. Uh, I saw this with. <laughs> Sorry, I can't speak. Uh, let's try that for a third time. I saw this with a girl, and and um, uh, and she said it was one of her best Christian Stewart movies. Uh,
1: yeah. Maybe yeah. I mean, I honestly haven't seen that many Kristen Stewart movies. I mean, I've seen a few, but this was definitely one of the better ones. What would you give it number wise? Um, I would give it an eight, actually. You know what it has on Rotten Tomatoes, bro?
0: No, thirty
1: five percent.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that's that's just stupid.
1: I don't get it either. I don't understand. Uh, audience
0: score lady... fifty six. The lady I saw it with also very much like it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know why it's got such bad scores. I'm very
0: confused by that. Wedge. Uh, she thought uh, spelling, um, uh, spelling the Dream is uh, her new favorite movie, by the way. Oh, really? Of this year. The, oh, yeah. the,
1: you should. The Vast of the Night has 91%, by the way.
0: I need to write this down now. Vast of the night. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I can watch it. Watch it! Watch it! But uh, something I did not watch this week was another digital uh, reviews trailer, The High Note.
1: So we almost did this, but this movie like was one of the ones that we Detroit. had to cancel because they bumped Detroit. it because of the coronavirus. Thing. Oh, this is one of the ones that was scheduled and then we, we had to change
0: it to for a different movie. Okay, yeah. Working for Grace Davis,
1: she's an icon. This woman doesn't. I
0: know, I know the main actress or, or the star. Yeah, she's in uh, that TV show. Isn't she in Blackish? Blackish, yes.
1: Think
3: Tracy it. Ross. Right. Well, Grace, have you thought any more about the Oh there's Dakota Johnson in it? I think it's time I record a
2: new album.
1: Oh yeah, right there. I mean that's one. Oh, it's got Ice Cube.
0: <laughs> what am I supposed to say? When is last time you I saw, saw Ice, did, ice Cube? I mean, he
1: does he's weird. He does like he'll do like a really great movie, but then most of the time he does like the worst, most terrible movies. <laughs> like three right. years. When he did all those kids' movies for a while. That was yeah. so weird. That's such a weird time. You got this gangster rapper doing
0: kids movies. It's really bleak out there for middle-aged things. Dakota Fanning, <laughs> most known from uh, Five Women. Uh, yes, the had sex had movies the movie 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 movie. that I always. No, this guess.
1: is Dakota Johnson, not
0: movie. Dakota. I know. A Johnson. I mean, doing the same show. Six degrees of separation. No six... What
1: was that? Race. i didn't want to tell you or Jack, nine something you talking song. about the one from hey, like the hey, 90s okay, hey, know it's a yeah i don't remember here, right nine months
0: no nine months no i don't know yeah anyway
1: wait is this about the supremes or something <laughs> <laughs> all we Ooh,
0: play is safe to stack some money
2: I oh that's too many people what i do next oh, no.
0: Oh, this it's looks a like a girl movie. movie. <laughs> we are not a drive-thru.
2: Well it should be. It
1: could be Oh my god, is that Grace Davis? No
0: Okay. Okay. So what is this, this what, is, what is it with me today? What is this Oscar nominated movie all about?
1: Right. Uh set it uh the high note set in a dazzling world of LA music scene comes the story of grace davis a superstar whose talent and ego have reached unbelievable unbelievable heights maggie is grace's overworked personal assistant who's stuck running errands but still aspires to her childhood dream of becoming a music producer all right so i guess it's not just about the main character it's also about like the assistant but actually if you look at the poster they're basically both like like it's the two people on the poster so
0: Sean Stevens from Google, uh, on Google says, obviously there are not many sophisticated movie watchers who remove this movie, clearly made for a TV sleeper, not worth theater money. Additionally, there was an obvious ripoff of the Alice movies, uh, uh, from the passionate mahogany to plots of mother abandoning her child, a child and a man uh, for a career in double platinum. In fact, the final scene is perfectly overlay from the ending of that double platinum. Expect the singing mother performs and her her son instead of her daughter. <laughs> Uh, Trace, be your own person. You're all uh, also talented. Still uh, love tra- Tracy Alice Ross, but she must pick better, stronger projects. That was a one star.
1: Okay, uh, the scores, really quick, I forgot to do that uh, 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 58% on Metacritic, 69 on Rotten Tomatoes. Eighty-six percent. It's the sex number. Eighty-six mm-hmm. percent of Google users like this film. I went to the Facebook. and went back to their review section that they have now. Uh, let's do. Does not recommend Diana Sweet. Does not doesn't recommend this. She says, uh, "I love Tracy Ross, and that's why I bought this movie. I know this movie was." I know that this movie was about her assistant and white privilege. If I knew that, I would have never bought the movie. The trailer was all about Tracy Ross, not her assistant. If you thought you were going to see a movie about Tracy Ross, uh, this movie is not for you. If you're into white privilege and how white women can fix black people's issues, this is is a movie you would probably enjoy. But it was not for me. Can I get my money back? I can't breathe.
0: Yeah, uh, Daniel Hill James gave it five star. A really great uh, film. Ice Cube was hilarious. Both Dakota and Tracy A was a perfect dynamic movie. What Rice uh, star Kelvin Harrison Jr. is? Uh,
1: yeah, Ice Cube. Uh, Nancy L. Jones says Ice Cube was hilarious in every scene. Tracy Ross was, pleas- uh, was a pleasant surprise. Her acting range was really good. I know, know she I know she how a diva acts. That's what it says. But uh, mm-hmm. she added lawyers so you liked her character. It was so good to see Bill Pullman as well. Musical choices were really oh. good too. Uh, and then another not recommend. Tracy Ellis Ross is too good for this mediocre film. Ice Cube as well. Um, over with these uh, White Chick Saves the Day movies. Hard pass from me.
0: I'm, t- I'm trying to watch under uh, the code of Fanning. Uh, sorry. the Dakota, uh, Why am I saying Fanning when I mean Johnson? Uh, Dakota Johnson's I Am list to find the movie I was thinking of, and I can't find it. Huh, okay. Champ- uh, oh, 21
1: Jump Street. That was well it was a movie but it was a TV show but was she in the TV show or was she in the movie no she was in the movie oh okay
0: she was shit that was
1: a terrible that movie
0: uh, <laughs> jeez
1: it was a pretty terrible TV show actually so uh,
0: 21 Jump Street yeah, yeah it
1: was totally okay I hate it I thought that show was so cheesy when I was a kid I'm Johnny Depp yeah yep <sighs> It always felt like uh, it was made by somebody who m- thought they knew what kids thought were cool, right? But right. didn't really know <laughs>
0: what was cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I guess That's, that is for all things. Uh, look, tell me about Audible. Uh, let's say
1: audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Go get your free trial and a free book, and it helps us out a little bit. Uh, And then if you cancel at any time, you get to keep your free book and you won't be charged any dollars or cents.
0: Hey, did you know I do a whole other show about wrestling? Do you now? Yes, it's called That Wrestling Show with Bill... Say his last name. Bill Okay. (laughs) That's... Yes, uh, that is uh, that wrestling show. Go and listen if you like wrestling. We're going to preview NXT uh, that is this weekend. NXT pay-per-view.
1: It's only an NXT it. pay-per-view? It's not like... Yeah. Uh, oh, you okay. Usually they do NXT and then on Sunday they'll do a WWE pay-per-view. 20.
3: Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it's a very interesting concept on, on, on Saturday. Uh, NXT paper per Let me look up what it's called. I, okay. I can't remember. Talk about something you've seen on YouTube. When I'm well, looking. I mean,
1: the big thing on YouTube this week was still uh, H3H3, basically. Uh, right. That was one of the biggest things. Uh, putting out a thing against some guy I've never even heard of that made some documentary... About H three H three like y- years ago, uh, and I guess it got popular recently because of the whole Keemstar stuff, uh, which is still kind of a thing, right? Right,
0: and uh, I I thought it was interesting.
1: What the podcast? Did you watch the documentary on him at all? Yeah. Did you yeah. just watch the? Because I didn't watch the documentary. No. I just saw his take on it. I never watched the other side of it. So, how what did you think about the
0: documentary? I think the documentary uh, before I saw the HGH one was very unbalanced. Very unbalanced.
1: Well, it wasn't put uh, from what I saw the clips I saw of it. It just kind of looked lazily put together. Is a good word to put? Yeah. To say? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I'm sure it took the guy a lot of time, a lot of effort, but the way right. it looked, it looked like he just kind of found the things he wanted to say, found clips for yeah. those and then put them in not necessarily fact checking everything about the right. clips
0: yeah nxt takeover in your house is this Saturday.
1: oh in your house right like the old wwf in your house yes.
0: right yes that could be cool that's, i'm i'm really uh, and it's on, it's sunday it's not instead saturday instead of saturday I'll, yeah that's going to confuse a lot
1: of people cuz nxt has always been on saturday so I know, but
0: it's Sunday, June 7th. And it's going to be a full-sale full, uh, full sale university, of course. But uh, uh, let's look at this card. Keith versus Johnny Gargano. That is going to be a fucking great match. Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. In the last chance of uh, NXT Championship, if Dream okay. loses... He can no longer challenge for NXT championship while Cole is still a champion. And it's going to be cool. Okay. Finn, Finn Balor versus Damien Priest.
1: Oh yeah, Finn <laughs> Valor, I forgot he they sent him over there.
0: Yeah. Then we're gonna go we have Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus E. R. Share for the uh, women's uh, NXT Women's Championship. And then we're going to have to, to you win know, a Sh- Shampoo versus uh, Kyron Cross. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched NXT in years, so I don't know if I'll watch it, but maybe I will. It just depends on what I'm doing on the day of, so how I'm feeling. Yeah.
0: I I I try to watch NXT every week. That is one of my favorite thing to watch.
1: Yeah, the only wrestling I've been watching lately is AEW. I don't really watch anything else. So
0: I watch NXT, AEW, and uh, I also actually watch uh, uh, try to watch uh, like recaps of SmackDown and Raw, but it's it like it's atrociously hard, right? Even the recaps, even,
1: even the recaps. You're watching a uh, half hour uh, recap of three hours, and you're like yes.
0: bored halfway yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so fucking bored. Like right now, it's uh, getting terrible. But the Impact is still good, actually. The impact is still good, believe it or not. Yeah, but uh, back to the H three H three thing. Uh, I I just think that. It's prove, uh, I, I thought it was very funny that he, he on the podcast showed a clip of Kimstar uh, 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 coming to his uh, kind of like uh, rescue and trying to like say that hey, uh, things in this documentary is fake. And now, like after uh, this fight, uh, Kimstar tr- uh, tried to upload th- the same documentary that he was dissing so <laughs> it was kind of like interesting to see i saw this was really
1: interesting uh, you know i said i was watching a bunch of live streams on one live stream mm-hmm. i was watching uh i'm watching and this lady is filming uh and she there was a car on fire and so in front of it there was a bunch of cops in you know in riot gear and everything and uh there's a, behind them there was a car on fire and the fire trucks are pulling up to put out the fire and right as that happens somebody like tossed a firework or something into the crowd like there was a fairly big crowd around her and then these cops come in and you know take the protesters out uh, get them away or whatever and but the phone gets knocked down uh like so the phone's on the ground and you're hearing like the sounds of like a like basically, what would sound like a war zone, you know? And probably at the time, there was probably like 8,000 to 10,000... Or 10,000 people on the... Watching the live stream, right? But yeah. the phone on the ground... Like... Uh, by the end of it, there were still like 500 people... Watching a blank black screen. And the phone lasted... Uh, The battery on the phone lasted for like an hour and a half. So there were all... There was hundreds of people watching a blank screen just listening to the audio. And we were all chatting about what could be going on. It was actually pretty fun (laughs) and funny. I posted the stream uh, on our Facebook, I believe. So if you want to go check that out. Um, It was just kind of interesting because uh, it was like... I was watching all these live streams and it was pretty much the same thing over and over again. Protesters uh, march... Police spray them with something or hit them with tear gas. Then the protesters get mad and then it becomes kind of a battle. Um, And that was like everything. But then I watched this live stream for an hour and a half where anything could have happened. Somebody could have picked the phone up. Uh, somebody could smash the phone. The cops could have, like, stood next to the phone and accidentally said something that the, that they didn't want us to overhear. You know what I mean? It was, like, so suspenseful of just a black screen uh, that hundreds of people continued to watch it. It was very interesting.
0: Have you ever played World of Warcraft, Luke?
1: Uh, no. Never. But I had two roommates when I was living in Portland that were so into it, it was annoying. To the point where, like... They would come home, they would get on their computers and they would just play until they went to bed. It was like almost impossible to even have a conversation with them.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I I couldn't give two shits about that game. But there's a streamer called Asmongold. Have you heard about him? No. Okay, but he, he's on YouTube and okay. uh, he's pretty funny.
1: The name sounds uh, familiar. Played-
0: he plays uh, World of, War- of Warcraft, uh, sure. but he also has, has some, like, uh, he looks at news and things like that. Uh, uh, he has had a fight with uh, another one uh, on on YouTube called Vininity uh, uh, or something like that. Sure. Vininity or something like that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that has been interesting to watch. Uh, <laughs> I just have to say that um, if you didn't like Space Force, you should actually go to the Netflix account, uh, on YouTube because Steve Carell and Lisa Kudrow plays trivia with the cast of Space Force. And that is maybe the more, more funny than the show itself. Than the show itself, and, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's 43 minutes. It's, it's not hard
1: funny. even though. So. Sorry? It's not hard to be funnier than that show. So I don't No, know even No, even what that says. There are dog and cat videos that are funnier than that show, so... <laughs>
0: <Aww>. <laughs> uh Let's talk two words about the uh, uh, SpaceX launch. It finally got out of ground this week.
1: Oh, yeah, Did that's you see right. this? Yeah I, well, yeah, I mean, I didn't, like, just sit there and watch the whole thing, but I did see yeah. right when it actually took off.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: I guess. I mean, it was, was like a kind of a happy moment in like a world of hurt,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. And I also saw them docking. That was very nice when they arrived on the space station.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But it's it's just fake, you know, because the earth is flat. So That's true.
2: Yeah.
1: It's all in a studio <laughs> somewhere. Green screen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Watch Dark Side of the Moon? That is one of my favorite... Every time I talk about this, it's, that is my favorite fake documentary about the moon landing. Yeah, it was I love, good. I love that movie. movie. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, I think that's it for this week. Uh, my name
1: is... No, no we, did, we missed one thing. Coming oh. next week, news of the week. Uh, upload episode six review. Uh, another yeah. digital review of Sex and the Future. Not Ooh. sure what that's about, but I'm assuming it's about sex and in, in the future possibly. Um, maybe it's going to be
0: with that stupid <laughs> sex thing they have in in uploads. May, maybe it'll be uh, a parody of Sex in the
1: City, but in the future, Sex in the Future. <laughs> uh, sex in the Future. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about Postafarianism, which is a fake What is is a yeah, fakeish is religion? Pa- parody religion, maybe we call it.
0: <sighs> yeah, parody religion is better than fake. It's both fake and a parody. Right, because Christianity's
1: fake, so it'd be kinda of silly to None call this one fake as well.
0: <laughs> you, you haven't received our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ look. <laughs> we need to talk about this after and we hang up. Okay, bless you all my children that are listening. uh, Omen, omen, omen. (laughs) My name is is Fro and I'm from Norway. What's your name?
1: My name is Luke. I'm from the S of A-U. And uh, goodbye everybody. Goodbye everybody.
0: Goodbye, citizen.